Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Yo, what's up? Welcome to this episode of the podcast. We are talking about uh, how often you should weigh yourself when you're trying to lose weight. Should you do it every day? Should you do it like three times a week? Should you do it in the morning, at night? What's the freaking deal with weighing yourself? Do you even have to do it at all? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, if you're new, if you're new, as you can see, I'm, I can't talk. It's like I've never recorded a podcast episode before. My goodness. If you are new, welcome. Thank you for being here. This is the show where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered by a certified fitness professional and nutrition coach, okay? That's me. Hello, I'm Adam. Uh, if you want to send in questions that you would like to have answered, whether it's about your diet, fitness, training, squats, whatever the freaking heck it is, I don't care. Uh, it, can, it can even be about anything outside of fitness, all right? Uh, you can just go to Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. That's where you will find me. Uh, and then I collect these questions on Sunday. So on Sunday, on my story, I put a little box up that says, ask me a question. That's where you can submit as many questions as you would like. And then what I do is I answer them shortly. Uh, they're on the, sh on, the, on the show, on the story. And then I'll answer them in detail here on the show. So the questions that I'm answering right now are from listeners just like you. Okay, so if you want to do that, that's how you do it. Make sure you go ahead and do that. Also, if you are new or if you're returning and you haven't checked out the free resources yet, you might want to do that. Our free butt building guide is going off the freaking, what's, I don't even know what a saying is for that right now. It's going bananas, all right? It's going viral. I don't know. A lot of people are downloading it. They love it. Uh, so that is going to be available for free at PullmanFitness.com slash free, along with many other resources. And then if you want to speed up your metabolism, you can get our Eat More, Get Leaner ebook. That's going to be, going to be at PullmanFitness.com slash free store. I know. Yeah, that one's not free, but worth it. It's got like 66 pages of extreme detail on how to help you use fitness and nutrition to speed up your metabolism to make fat loss easier. So you don't have to constantly gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, uh, and lose weight. All right. So, uh, and then last thing, if you enjoy this episode, spread the love, share it with your friends and family, let them know where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. Spotify, it's super easy. There are three dots on the top right of your screen if you're listening to the episode, um, and then uh, you can just hit that, and then the little pop-up will come up, and it'll say share. Go ahead and click share. You can pick any platform that you would want to share the episode. If you're on Apple Podcasts, it's not as uh, easy. It's not as seamless, but to tell more people uh, about the show, you can leave it a rating and review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. That will help spread the word a lot and let other people know that they have somewhere that they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. So if you feel it's worthy, leave a five-star rating and review and let other people know why you enjoy this show. That's it. That's all I've got for you guys. Let's talk about weighing yourself on that scale. All right. So today's question comes from Lauren, a lot of ends. Lauren underscore price. And the question is, how often should you weigh yourself? When trying to drop body fat, this is a great question, honestly, and I'm honest, I'm surprised it hasn't come up earlier. Really, uh, <clears throat> there's a lot more to weighing yourself than than what am I trying to say? There's <laughs> there's a lot more than meets the eye. There we go. That's what I'm trying to say. So when we're trying to lose body fat, we're always we're worshiping the scale because the scale seems to be what's giving us tangible, realistic numbers based 
results or measurements. We get on the scale, we gain weight, we're not doing well. We get on the scale, we're maintaining weight, that's okay. We get on the scale, we're losing weight, that's better. So we, what happens is we tend to worship what the scale says and we tend to feel like it's the only way that we can determine whether or not we are moving forward and progressing, which actually isn't true. Now, before I get into that, I want to address this question and answer this question two different ways. One, I want to speak to the person that does not have a bad relationship with the scale. Then two, I want to speak to the person that does have a bad relationship with the scale because both of these scenarios need different answers. Okay. So first let's talk to the person that doesn't have a bad relationship with the scale. This individual um, understands that the scale is a tool It is something that is used to measure progress, to give you feedback on what's going on. This person understands that it doesn't define who they are. That doesn't let them, let it discourage them. It doesn't ruin their day if they get on the scale and they're heavier than they were the day before. It's just an objective tool that they're trying to use to figure out what's working and what's not. Okay. So that individual, if you are really trying to figure out what your body weight is telling you, you want to make sure you have an accurate representation. Okay. So the best way to do that is through two different methods. One, you need to weigh yourself first thing in the morning, okay? You need to weigh yourself after your body has gotten rid of a lot of water weight. You want to weigh yourself after your body has digested food, things like that. And uh, you want to make sure you do it after you've used the restroom and before eating or drinking. That's going to be a pretty accurate representation of who you are, like, of not who you are, of what your body is like and how much it weighs, okay? If you've got a poop sitting in there still waiting to come out, that's not going to be accurate. If you had a lot of sodium um, the night before and you didn't pee all night, uh, but you you need to pee now and you're waiting, that's not going to be accurate. You got to pee first, go to the bathroom first and do it before eating or drinking. If you got a breakfast burrito in you, not a good time to do it. Okay. So you, you have to take that into consideration. Do it. So do it in the first, first thing in the morning before eating or drinking after using the restroom. Now, number two, you also want to make sure that you are taking average weights. Okay. Because there are weight fluctuations that can happen day to day. There are days where you might eat more calories. You might eat more carbohydrates. That's going to cause you to hold a little bit more water weight. On those, the, the mornings after those days, you're likely going to weigh a little bit more than the, morning, than the mornings after the days where you didn't eat so many carbohydrates. Okay, So there are a lot of fluctuations involved. You want to make sure you average those out as much as possible. Because you don't want to say that Sundays are your weigh-in days and you go bonkers on Saturday night, and as a result, the next morning, you weigh five pounds heavier. That's not, that's one that's not good. That's not an accurate representation either, okay? So weigh yourself seven times a week. I would say at least five days a week, Uh, and then you can take the average of those weigh-ins at the end of the week. So let's say you weigh yourself seven times, and your average is 150 pounds, okay? That is the weight that you are using to figure out whether or not what you did the week before is getting you where you need to go. So let's say you your average weight one week is 150 pounds, uh, and then you want to lose weight. Then you you know the week after that is 149 pounds. The average is, then it's good, you know. But if you're not taking that average, one week you're 150, one week you're 152, but that's only because you ate twice as much as you usually do and it had a lot of sodium. That's not good. You're going to be discouraged and you're going to restrict your food intake, which is not good. So make sure you're averaging out all of those weigh-ins to account for the fluctuations that naturally happen and occur, okay? Um, so take that into consideration. Also, one thing to keep in mind, this is for both individuals, good relationship with a scale and bad relationship with a scale. Uh, there is more to body composition and what we look like than just weight, okay? That's why I encourage you to look at body composition. 
don't just try to lose weight, but try to specifically lose body fat. Try to specifically lower your body fat percentage. Now you can go to a lot of facilities in your area and get a body scan done, a body comp test done. There are methods that aren't as accurate. They're going to be more inexpensive and methods that are very accurate. They're going to be very expensive. Just depends on what you want to do, but whatever you choose, just be consistent with the time you do it, how you do it, the machine you use, the day you do it, stuff like that. Okay. Um, The only reason I mentioned that is just because it's a lot of people put too much weight on pun intended on what they weigh. Okay. They think that I will look better if I weigh 10 pounds less than I do now, when in reality, it might be, I will look better and I will look like what I want to look like if I gain two pounds of lean muscle tissue and lose three pounds of body fat. That's a massive difference. Okay. And one is a little bit more realistic than the other. The latter would be more realistic than the other. Okay. So that's why I encourage you to focus on that. Weight is not telling you everything whatsoever. It's only giving you a very small piece of the, of the, of the picture. Okay. All right. Now talking to the individual that is, that does not have a good relationship with the scale. You might think, well, if I don't have a good relationship with the scale, um, I don't want to weigh myself and I don't want to get body comp tests done because I'll feel horrible about myself if I discover that I have 35% body fat. And that's okay. You don't have to freaking weigh yourself or do body composition tests to see if you are progressing. There are other ways to tell if you are progressing. Obviously, voice crack, puberty, excuse me. Obviously, one being, what do you look like in the mirror? Are you changing? Okay, are you looking tighter? Are you looking leaner? That's one. You can take progress photos every month or so. I don't recommend doing it every single day just because, like I said, fluctuations, okay? Once a month, once every two weeks, something like that. Are you looking different in the mirror from point A to point B or day one to day 30, whatever it is, okay? Uh, How are your clothes fitting? Are they fitting differently? Are you, you know, maybe you're the same weight, but you've gone down two belt notches because you put on muscle and reduce body fat. Muscle is denser than body fat, okay? So you're tighter, leaner, lost two notches on your belt. That's wonderful. That's awesome. That's progress in my opinion. Are you getting stronger in the weight room? Are you lifting more weight than you did last week? That's progress. And that's, uh, you know, although fat loss might be your primary goal, that strength progress is progress that is going to help you with your fat loss goal, okay? So don't discount that. Focus on getting stronger in the gym. Pay attention to that. Are you more consistent now than you were two years ago with your health and fitness? That's progress, okay? There are tons of different ways to assess that. You know, are, are, what are your arm measurements like? What are your waist measurements like? Your thigh measurements? Again, muscle is a lot more dense than body fat. It takes up less space, okay? So if you have, you know, whatever, if you're the same weight but more of its muscle and less of its fat, you're going to appear to be leaner. You're going to appear that you're 10 pounds lighter than you actually are, Okay. So that's what you want to pay attention to, what you want to focus on if you have a bad relationship with the scale. Now, I encourage you at the same time, now I'm not a therapist or anything like that, but I encourage you at the same time to try to work through that relationship with a scale because like the other things that I mentioned, it is a tool that helps you assess what's going on. Maybe maybe, you you had some sort of eating disorder or you had something going on and now you have this bad relationship with the scale. You want to work with a professional to get through that, okay? you know, talk to your spouse, talk to your loved ones, help them keep accountable, allow, allow them to create a, you know what, you create the space where you can talk to someone and explain to them how the scale makes you feel and how you need help working through that. Because I encourage you to, I don't, I don't think by any means that you absolutely need the scale to assess your progress at any point in your life, but it is a useful tool here and there. And 
if you if you're worried about what the scale says, you might have some deeper rooted issues going on. You might have some other things going on, some insecurity, some self-confidence issues, because a number on the scale should not tell you who you are and, and what your character is like and what your authenticity and integrity is like. That's that's asinine. OK, but I understand how it can easily happen. I let the same thing happen to me with baseball. If I didn't perform well on the mound, I was a horrible person, a man not worthy of anything, okay? So I understand, but you you, you got to work through that. You got to give it some effort. So I encourage you to do that, all right? So long story short, you can weigh yourself as little or as often as you would like. Whatever you choose to do, whether it's photos, arm measurements, body comp tests, weight, strength, uh, clothes fitting, whatever it might be, choose one, two, maybe three of those things at the most. And choose the ones that make you feel comfortable and then go with that. Use those things consistently over time to assess your progress. Now, don't just use photos one month and then wait the next month. You got to be consistent over time. Use the same things month after month to assess your progress and you'll be a-okay. You don't absolutely have to weigh yourself. All right. That's the answer to that question. All right. So there you go. If you have a question like Lauren, you can send it in on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. And uh, I will put a question box up on my story every single Sunday. It says, ask me a question. I'm sitting there pointing at it. That is your green light to submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions as you would like. In addition to that, if you want more free resources, more content like the stuff you're hearing on this show, you can get free articles, free guides at pullmanfitness.com slash free. Our Eat More, Get Leaner ebook is available at the store, pullmanfitness.com slash store. And uh, you know what? Just because I feel like it, if you want 25% off of that ebook, uh, shoot me a DM on Instagram and I will give you the code to get 25% off of that ebook. Okay. Just because I feel like it. Uh, and then if you enjoy this episode, spread the love, share it with your friends and family, let them know where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, this is the podcast.